Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Hot Mess to Success podcast with me, Vicky. Today I am actually joined by a very special guest, Stacey Beecham, who is a psychic business and energetics expert, mentor and psychic development teacher, which is amazing. Um, me and Stacey have actually worked on and off together for um, the last couple of years, actually, or the last few years even. She knows all my deepest, darkest secrets, which yeah. um, <laughs> is always the best thing. Um, but yes, yeah, so she is here to tell us all about her spiritual journey and how incorporating her psychic gifts into her life, into her business, have actually changed so much for her in whole life and business in general, but also that of her clients as well. So welcome, Stacey. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the introduction. Oh, you're very welcome. Um, so do you want to just start by like telling us a little bit about where it all began with you, like when it comes to your spiritual journey and yeah, where like where did it all start? Um, do you know what? Every time I go through this in my head, I always feel like there's bits that pop in. That I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Or even like, you know, when you think back to when you told someone like your journey and then you're like, oh, I forgot that. So I'm sure there's going to be bits that I've even missed. Or if I ever talk about this in the future, it might even be like more detailed. I have no idea. Yeah. But when I was thinking about this this morning, um, for me, the pit, the bit that I remember where I was like, this is weird was when, it was actually when we, I was at home, I was about, I was in high school, I think I must have been about 11 or 12, and my nan had been ill, she had leukaemia, which obviously at 11 and 12 you have no idea what that is, and she'd lived with it for like 20 odd years, so she, oh. we didn't even think there was anything wrong with her, she, she'd been in hospital, and then she'd come out and then I remember it was obviously it was getting ready for bed and I've got a sister that's 18 months younger than me and another sister that's eight years younger than me. And we were upstairs getting ready for bed or something and the phone rang. And at the time I shared a room with my middle sister and I said to her, Nan's died. She looked at me and she was like, why would you say that? And I was like, I, I don't know, like, but Nan's died. And she went, she was really angry at me because she quite... She was very different. She was yeah. like back then she was quite um, just she's a very big character. So she was quite theatrical and she was like, oh, my God, like yeah. just I remember it being this big thing. And I was I was really taken aback because I was like, I, I just it was like the words just come out of my mouth. I had no idea where they come from. My nan had come out of hospital and we thought as kids, you know, what it's like you get told like, oh, that's right. Nan's out of hospital. So it must mean she's fixed. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, and I remember my dad coming upstairs and my mum was in the bathroom. He went into the bathroom anyway. And afterwards he kind of said, look, he came into her room. He was like, look, nanny's died. And I just sat there like with no emotion. Like there was, there was nothing there. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's like I already knew. So it wasn't a shock. I have no idea. It was, it's really bizarre looking back. And I remember my sister saying to me, you're not even crying what's wrong with you? Because she was very emotional. Yeah. But I was definitely someone that I did cry, but I did it when I was on my own. Do you know what yeah. I mean? When no one was there. Like, it was just not, just, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know why. It was just not what I did. So that was like the first memory that I have where I'm like, I can't explain how I knew that, but I just yeah. knew. 
And then after that, I always remember like listening to my mum and dad talking about different things. My mum had like a um, a psychic best friend and I didn't even know what that meant at that age. Um, and I remember like just this weird, weird things that my dad would say that's happening in the house that was like a unit in the corner and the light would flicker. And, and I remember like rolling over at night time and like the door opening and closing on its own. And then I would say to my mum, like, oh, did you come in our room last night? She was like, no. So I'd started to see little different things, but no, like, nothing really scary, just weird things. Yeah. And then, and then I don't remember anything for a really, really long time. And I just, thinking back now, I'm like, I got a boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? I was quite self-obsessed. <laughs> I had a job. I I was very, very independent. And I just think I was so, like, in my life that, externally I, I don't doubt that things were going on but I just didn't see them yeah so it wasn't then until I was in my 20s that my sister actually really got into the fact that she was quite psychic um and she was able to do all these things and I always had like a real interest but it was like the interest was like you know when you're watching something scary and you've got your hands over your eyes, but you can't yeah. not look. It was mm -hmm. like that. That was my interest. I was like, I don't know if I want to hear this, but tell me anyway. Because yeah. absolutely frightened the shit out of me. And she had a lot of very unpleasant experiences. Um, and she would tell me these stories and, oh, my God, it used to freak me out. And she would be like, oh, do you want me to do a reading on you? Or do you want me to do some Reiki on you or a past life? And I was like, no, no. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first time she messaged me, she was like, don't be angry at me. I was like, okay, what have you done? <laughs> I've done you a card reading. And I was like, why did you do that? She was like, don't be angry, just read it. And I was like, okay. And that changed everything for me. Because I think, and I say this a lot, like we have this perception, don't we, of like, what psychic means yeah. and what all the like that these these big stories around these words yeah. that we kind of attach and for me I thought being psychic meant because my sister have experienced like seeing spirits mm -hmm. hearing spirits and all these things I was like I am not here for this mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like this is not for me and I never even thought that I would be able to do that without that. So I was like, it's just a no-go area for me. Like, I can't, I, I, it would just, I can't even imagine what it would do to me. Like, do you know what I mean? How would I ever even be on my own or sleep again, knowing yeah. that I've seen this? Um, but slowly after time, she she really was like, she played a big part because I she was like the person that I knew was so far ahead in her journey that I got to ask and um yeah that that basically was like the real key stepping stone and then I started to kind of dabble what I would say dabble and do a few like spiritual things like she got me into crystals and um I remember someone gave me some oracle cards it all kind of just started to happen for me without me intentionally being like oh this is a decision I learned about like the law uh, law of attraction do you know what I mean and like yeah almost like the real the bits that people feel really safe with because they don't they're not really that scary are they they're all yeah. painted 
it's very I feel like the law of attraction feels for a lot of people like rainbows and unicorns and it's all very lovely and light-hearted and safe <laughs> so that was definitely like my in and then I start the more that I dabbled or I say dabbled but the more crystals I got the more I used to kind of I started opening myself up I nothing would ever happen to me during the day but then I went through period where what I now know was that spirit was trying to communicate with me and what I didn't understand then was like I was meditating and I was like I was doing like the spirit guide meditation I was like oh this sounds fun <laughs> this sounds like this sounds like nice like oh I get a nice little message that's going to help me in my business like why would I not want to do that it doesn't sound scary does it like a nice beautiful person that's going to come and deliver me exactly what I need and like nothing was happening it's like I could not switch my brain off for meditation for love nor money and nothing was coming through on the messages until I started to go to bed and then I remember I just it's the weird like my house is not haunted like I just I know there's no spirits in this house but there was a period of time where every single night I would see things, hear things, feel things. And like, I've got full body chills now because it really just shook me to my core to the point where I was like, what the hell is happening? And this kept happening because every time that I experienced something, I'd, be, I'd shut it all off. Yeah. I was like, I need to stop doing this. Get them crystals out of my room. Like I'd say to my sister, what's going on? She would find it absolutely hilarious that I was like, <laughs> it myself like I had to have the light like I'm somewhere I like to sleep in pitch black I was like I need a light on the door <laughs> yeah. needs to be open the blind can't be fully shut I need like I need to see even to the point like watching what I being careful of what I was watching on tv before I went to bed because mm -hmm. I was like maybe that's it because I was like I don't I didn't I just didn't understand honestly <laughs> like I've like I've got full-blown body chills even just listening to this story what, so, what do you know what it is like when yeah. with you saying all of those things like this is why I really wanted to get you on to talk about this because there's so many things that you could 100% share with anybody listening to this but I think so many people have such a fear around what it means and what yeah. these labels are and what spirituality means and and I like I really relate and resonate to a lot of what you've just said like from a very early age for me as well like I was I was clairaudient so I would hear a lot of a lot of people's voices like I thought I was going crazy like I remember like I specifically have one memory of being in my mum and dad's toilet which is really random like going to the loo and it's it's a very small space and I just remember this suffocating feeling that came over me and I could hear I could hear I couldn't understand it like it wasn't um, I couldn't understand what was coming through, but something was there in it. In it, I was shook, like totally. And I think from that moment, I think I was around nine. Um, from that moment, um, I mean, there was other other things happening as well. Um, I just kind of started to shut it off because I was so afraid, so so afraid, and very much like you. So I would say things. I thought that I thought that was just my mind playing tricks on me like you know yeah. I'm just being stupid like maybe it's something I was watching on tv like maybe I freaked myself out over something and it wasn't until 
again, you know, as I went through my life and shut, shut it all off until I kind of, again, done the safe thing and went the law of attraction route. And, you know, I had my little crystals and I loved my little like new age shops and um, like my incense sticks and meditation, like huge for me. Like the reason why I got into meditation and mindfulness was because of my anxiety and my low mood. So, but what came with that was opening up to all of these other things. And I think when I did that and I was starting to feel like I was getting to this point of um, developing this feeling that somebody else was there, like, and it wasn't necessarily somebody um, to cause harm, like, at all, but instantly it's, like, an automatic fear, like, an automatic, yeah. like, someone's in my space, someone's, like, you know, all of these things, and I think we have so much fear around it, and I know that there'll be a lot of people listening who have maybe had these experiences and have probably closed off because of these fears as well, and and the word psychic, like, has so many negative connotations I just really wanted to get you on to kind of share all of that because I just I, I mean I have so much more awareness about about it all now and I just believe that there there's so many ways to develop this like if you if you're on a spiritual journey and you do believe that you have abilities you know it's not a case of being completely shit scared and turning them off and burying them and you know because actually like in my in my opinion and my experience like that probably was more detrimental to me because I just closed them all off and I was burying all these things which made me feel like I was just I had this inner turmoil like all of the time in this constant state of fear um whereas when you kind of open yourself up to that and you start learning how to accept it and develop it properly you know like that's such a different thing so um so yeah thank you for sharing all of that because I I was like literally goosebumps especially the first story as well I was just like oh my god but yeah I think it's just we're naturally programmed like this is a it's a taboo thing and um especially as women um, again there's no sexism here but like especially as women we're, we're naturally more intuitive and we are if we are open to this like and open to you know however you want to call it spirituality psychic abilities whatever all the clairs like whatever it is just allowing yourself that space and openness like can massively change so much in your life so like going back to what you were saying in that journey like to that point like what what changed in the fact of like right okay I'm just going to be out and open about all this I'm not scared anymore and I'm just going to start sharing it with the world like how did that come about going back to what you were saying about like closing it off I don't know if you would agree but it's like we're closing off that core sense but it, it heightened a lot of the others so like yes. being empathic um and also like our intuition so for me those two were massive in who I was and um, but I didn't connect the dots I didn't realize I used to actually think that everyone felt the same I was like yes. but that's a, I didn't even know like this is going back to my naive 20s do you know what I mean like even and prior so like I didn't even know what the word empath was do you know what I mean yeah. like there wasn't the world that there is today you, you just didn't people didn't talk about it 
and I didn't understand why I felt the way I did, how I could walk into a room, look at someone, and I used to look at it like this, I'd look at someone and be like, yeah, I want to be friends with you, do not want to be friends with you, yeah. or I'd be like, stay away from that person, and, and it was very superficial, like, almost like how I used to see what it was I could do, it was very much a case of like, because you are, aren't you, in your 20s, you're quite <laughs> just me, well, yeah. Me but just I only had to worry about me so everything evolved around me and I was like do I like just you know I mean just sussing somebody out and I used to have this phrase of like don't trust her as far as I could throw her or him whoever it might yeah. be I, I never I never like felt into that. I don't I didn't ask myself why how do you know that I just I'm like I just do my like, Annie I just was like I'm always right and I was always right mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, and like people would come to me like how why didn't I listen to you and I'm like I it's just you should have done will you will next time <laughs> and then we used to have like a standing joke and I'm like how do you know that and I used to be like oh just call me uh what do you say oh I'm, I'm Sally Psychic we used <laughs> to have this joke people were like how do you know that and I didn't even contemplate like to even ask myself how do I know that I was like I don't know we just joked so I passed it off as a joke um but it was I think like it was just a case of it wasn't any of those things. It really was doing the self-development work. Like that's like after having kids, you're a different person. Yeah. After kid one, you're a different person. After kid two, I was a different person. Like before having children, I was an absolute doormat. And I'm I'm happy to say it. Like yeah. I was a people pleaser. I kept my mouth shut. I kept my opinions to myself. I was very, very quiet um amongst a very very small group of people they knew who I really was but that was very small and when I allowed that to happen so like after my first my daughter everyone was like who the fuck is this (laughs) who said you can have an opinion people did not like it Mm. people did not like that all of a sudden this quiet mousy girl had opinions and spoke them aloud and then after my second my son my second child it was like I just I don't know something happened and I was just like I don't want to live the rest of my life like how I've lived 20 odd years of my life anymore and then like learning about uh, self-development which came from me joining a network marketing company which I was dreadful at (laughs) Like, I cannot sell anything that is not mine or I haven't created. That's what I've learned. I can sell, but if, I, if I'm selling for somebody else, I'm terrible. I okay. just I can't. But, like, it was, I was terrible at the job and didn't make a penny and it cost me a fortune. But I did get out of it. Like, I understood what self-development was. I understood how to be a better version of myself. I understood what the word affirmation meant and all of those things. And that really was the beginning for me to kind of just take all of these pieces in my life, things that were happening to me, things that I, were, I was able to do, this and piece them together and actually discover there's this enormous, expansive world out there that no one told me about for 28 yeah. years. I was quite angry about that. I yeah. was like, how the hell? Have I? And I probably was about 28. And I was like, how the hell have I lived for 28 years? And this this thing that now apparently everyone is talking about 
how did I not know about it? And then it's like, I started to think like, if how different would my life have been if I knew about this at 18, 19, 20, even like as, as, at school? And it, 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 there is like a level of frustration now of like, fuck, hmm. where would I be now if I understood what I understood now? I know it's hindsight is a beautiful thing, isn't it? Yeah, but, do you know what? This this is like I'm nodding along every time I every time you're talking because like I re- I relate to that so much. Like and you do, you completely change after you have kids. And and I was very similar, like people please that for years, like and and even now I would say like when I've learned and done all the self-development work that I've done over the years, and I've learned how to actually speak my mind and how to have an opinion without, you know checking with other people um first and and reading the energy of other people as well like because I was always and again this is probably why I I kind of hid a lot away for a long time because I was always kind of labeled as the quiet one the shy one the one that oh she's a bit stuck up like she you know all of the things because I was very observant I was literally reading everyone's energy like do I like her do I like him like where's the safest route out of here if like if there's danger like literally everything because I think again going back to what you said like when you start suppressing your natural abilities and all of the things like everything else kind of it does it amplifies so I was on constant alert fight or flight like that was to do with other things as well but in general like my empathic abilities were heightened because it was like where's the danger I was risking risk assessing everything like don't like her energy don't like his energy like a lot of people I used to feel really resentful for who would just be going to a party and just like go and have fun and just like not and I would be kind of it would take me at least half an hour to suss everything out before I'd even start kind of talking to people um very introverted in that way but underneath like you know closest friends and circle like yourself like they knew exactly who I was like they would often even from a young age they'd be like oh once you get a Noah like once you get a Noah though you like she's not like that once you get a Noah it really affected me from a judgment perspective when I was younger now I, I don't give a shit I've had to do a lot of work over the years to actually get at that point because it was so ingrained and yeah it was just it was just a lot a lot to do and when you're a people pleaser as well like you know you're constantly putting your needs at the bottom of the list so and you don't have that level of self-compassion or self-acceptance you're just kind of settling for what is pleasing everyone else around you like and and again that changes in so many different ways when you do have kids but also then they become the responsibility you go further down the list again and then once they get a bit older and, and like for me, like doing the self-development, getting into spirituality, understanding who I actually am and why I do the things that I do, like in simple terms, like has literally changed my life. And understanding that I have these gifts and abilities um, that can actually help rather than hinder the process like has actually changed a lot and don't get me wrong I'm not I'm nowhere near where I would like to be development wise because there is still an element of fear there like I'm going to be open and honest about that because I know that um 
like recently I'll just tell a quick story and then you can talk again Stacey yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. but yeah I went to um I went to a spiritual group like a it was like a witchy circle um and I was really starting to open up to more um in that respect um in that side of me and I went along while doing psychometry so we all had to choose a piece of jewellery, like nobody knew. We all had to bring a piece of jewellery, sorry. And then each person had to choose that piece of jewellery, um, not knowing who who it came from or whatever. Um, and I was very almost closed off to the idea, thinking, oh, nothing will come through for me, you know. Um, but I'll, I'll carry on with it anyway because I'm here. And then I did, and... What came through was the most intense um, visualization of a woman who had actually passed. I could feel her energy. I could see her face. I could. Um, she had this huge, beautiful smile. Like, and I just knew her personality. Like things about her, and and all of these things. And the logic in my head is going yeah you're just full of shit <laughs> like, it's just, you're, just, you're just making that up when I said it all out loud like one of the ladies whose whose um piece of jewelry it actually was was her mother's who had passed um and there was a lot in there about how she died and during COVID and the word stay safe kept coming through and, and a lot of the things and when I was saying all this stuff out loud she just broke down into tears and I was just like what have I done like have I really did <laughs> somebody and then she and then she literally said it was all completely her mom and it was spot on and um and she showed us a picture and I just broke down crying because it was just it was her face like I'm getting chills even just feeling it now like and that was my and that wasn't even that long ago but since then automatically I was like holy shit that's actually just really scared me like and it shouldn't like because it's bloody amazing like I, I couldn't believe it but yeah. I was just like mm, I'm still on that teetering edge I feel like that that edge I I remained on that edge for a long time and do you know what it doesn't matter it's one of them things that you're only going to move when you're ready yeah and it, yeah and I that's different for everyone yeah I don't I think for me that was quite a long time it was years it wasn't weeks months yeah Mm-hmm. yeah exactly the same like yeah. yeah exactly the same and I think it's a it's like you know for anybody listening to understand that it's not a you know we've spoke about this previous to this recording but like it's not a cookie cutter approach when you're developing these things like everyone is so different so unique and I think the main thing is just like allowing yourself to be open to it if you do believe that that you have um abilities yeah but not only that like in any sort of spirituality like even if you don't want to kind of pursue it in that way like yeah. just being open to the fact that there is more out there than us like you know there is more out there than just the um mundane typical life the shallow kind of version of everything that that everything is so much bigger um so yeah, I I just think again, I think there are a lot of people on spiritual journeys for years and years and years and years and years and 
and that's okay like that's absolutely okay like there's no exactly like what you said like it's different for everyone it is completely different but there are similarities as well so um so you know a lot of people talk about spiritual awakenings and dog nights of the soul and all of these things and you'll probably hear all of these buzzwords but actually it's it's so different I mean when I was going through like a spiritual awakening is what I would call it like I felt like I was going blooming crazy like Mm. (laughs) there were so many things happening and yeah it's just it can be difficult to navigate sometimes so so what do you think bringing this in like bringing obviously your psychic abilities and the way that you do things I know that you've brought that to the forefront of your business now like which I just think is amazing um like how is that like impacting you in your life and in your business now that you're actually fully accepting of that and you're doing this and you're helping other people in that way yeah I think like the, the biggest thing and, and going back to what you just said a minute ago like we in terms of everyone's journeys looks different I wish I was told when I went through my spiritual awakening and this is very much about like how how I've how I kind of just really embody my gifts mm-hmm. I do it in the way that I want to so like just like you said that your experience and how that has maybe now almost stunted the process mm-hmm. it's not it's not blocked the process it's just it's put it on pause because you're just like what the hell exactly the same as when I went through mine and it's like actually understanding that we get to say what we're not here for and we don't have to open ourselves up to everything Mm -hmm. so that for me was huge was it was it was the really it was the key to me moving forward and no longer kind of going from this like strip everything back put put everything away oh okay I'm, I'm feeling safe again I'm feeling brave just start to like tinker with it again and then it's like something else happens and I'm like right no put it away again put it away again and it's like actually we get to do things in our way in our timeline and we are okay to say do you know what this we, we're not saying yes part to part and parcel of the whole thing we're not saying yes to everything I yeah. get to say yes to what I want to say yes to and if it doesn't feel right for me, whether that's right now or like this is just my hard no, I'm saying no to that. And I get to choose. People feel like, no, you are given, you are gifted this gift, which I do believe we are. But that doesn't mean we have to like roll with it, roll mm-hmm. with the punches, and take the good with the bad. I don't believe that. Yeah. So like I've managed to bring my gifts to the forefront to the level that they are and to the speed that I have because it's been quite quick from when I when I got clear on what I'm here for and I was like I'm saying yes I'm like full body fuck yes to x y and z and I was very very specific with what I was saying yes to that for me is the key like I got clear on what I wanted I got clear on not like oh just give me whatever you want I'm open to receiving how whatever you feel like I need (laughs) I'm ready to take like no I was like I don't want this but I absolutely want this and the reason I want this is because it's and it wasn't about benefiting me like what I do I would say I'm the one that benefits from the actual gift the least yeah like I want I wanted I thought to myself right 
Why do I want this gift? Why do I want to be psychic? Why do I really want to be psychic? My focus has been, I've always been really driven. And I was like, I want to be successful. Why do I want to be successful? I want to be successful because by me being successful means that I've helped shit tons of women also be successful. So what can I say yes to that's going to help my process? What's, what what am I going to say yes to that I actually get to bring in and it not be this kind of external thing that doesn't really make sense that's outside of my business? What do I get to say yes to that's going to really make the difference for my clients, for the people that I genuinely want to work with, want to help, want to see succeed? And that's when I was like, right. So at the time, I wasn't calling it psychic. I was very much like, I want a, a gift just called it a gift like I want to know I want I want to connect and I want to receive people's next steps I want to receive their clarity their answers I don't want to I don't care about how many kids they're going to have I don't care if the person they're with is the person they're going to get married to I don't care if they're going to win the lottery I don't care. that that stuff's irrelevant that's that's not going to help me and that's certainly not going to help my clients I want to know like if they, they know what level of success they want to create or whatever their goal is, I want to receive what's going to help them get there. What is it that they need to do that completely eliminates the whole trial and error? Because we spend in business, come on, look, we spend half of our lives trying things out. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like some of the most successful coaches out there that are turning over eight figures, what do they do? Well, let's tr try this then. Let's see if this works. Because... Yeah. And it's like, okay, a one, we'll reconvene in six months' time. And, oh, never mind, it didn't work. Okay, not to worry. I've got this. Let's try this now. I'm like, fuck that. Let's try. Let, let's not try. Let's know. I want to know. I want to receive exactly what that person's process is. I want to know what it is that's preventing them from taking their next steps. I want to know what their next steps are. And... I'm open to receiving any information that is going to support that. And I remember at the time thinking, is that a little bit too much? I want to ask <laughs> that a bit much. And I was like, well, I've got nothing to lose. So this is what I'm going to ask for. And it's exactly what I got. Yeah. So I, I do, for me, like having to do that, like when people say, how does it affect your, your life? Like, I feel like, if I'm completely honest, outside of, my house like jay, jay and the kids i'm not even sure how many people know <laughs> yeah I, just, I don't i genuinely don't my friends don't even understand what i do they know that i use they know they feel like oh stacy just plasters or her whole life on social media it's a little bit weird and i've <laughs> taken everyone off so no one's allowed on my social media and just because it buggers up the algorithm not because it's a secret like my my profile's open yeah um and some of them used to take the piss, like just because, like, free banter. But they're like, "Oh, I'm just pumping on," and I'm like, I don't <laughs> "Every time they're like, yes, you do." I'm like, really? <laughs> really conscious. Every time I was jumping on my stories, I'm like, I'm "Just thought I'd pop on." I'm like, fuck it, I've said it again. <laughs> and they all came off. They're like, right, there's no friends and family on the social media. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, they, I just don't. They don't ask. People don't ask me what I do, and because I'm really specific. And like, if I, because I'm intuitive anyway, and I'm an empath, there's a level of daily life that I always just feel like we, we tap into that anyway. 
-hmm. So that's still the same. And it's just a part of who I am. So I don't even people think people question. They're like, oh, if you need advice, I'm always a person that everyone goes to. My dad, my sister, my friends, whoever. I'm just that person. But it's like I do keep, I wanted to keep it separate. And some people might see that as wrong because they're like, no, you should fully embody it. But I'm like, I, how is this, what I've asked for, going to implement in my actual life? In my, in my like day to day. So it doesn't. But obviously, like the question you was asking about, like, how is it actually, how has that affected my life? So the gift itself hasn't really affected my life. But it's like what that has given me, like the, the confidence that the level of self-trust that you have to have in order to receive you have to have in order to just kind of relay that information like if you don't trust what you're receiving like you said you could have easily sat there in that circle and thought there is no way I'm saying this out loud because they're going to look at me and think what a weirdo or (laughs) it's terrible she's crap she ain't got a clue what she's talking about so you, but you had to have that level of self-trust just to kind of say those words, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I think self-trust is, it's crucial, isn't it? Like not only for business, but in life, um, yeah. like to actually allow yourself to trust your own decisions. Again, going back to like being a people pleaser for years and not even trusting what I really want because I was so used to just doing what every everyone else wanted. Like self-trust has been massive for me and I think when I started opening myself up to um not even like the gifts that I have just in spirituality in general like I was saying earlier about like there's so much bigger than us um and having that faith and trust that not only in yourself but that you know because I got really impatient as you will know (laughs) um and I want everything done yesterday and sometimes that's really overwhelming and confusing but actually having that trust and faith that it's on its way and that the universe has your back you know like that there's actually bigger things at play all of the time um so yeah I love that you've touched on that and also the other thing I think when you were talking about um like in your journey and the way that that things come about, like how it can actually happen quite quickly. Like once yeah. you once you decide, and I think that's the main thing, like when you said about you get to choose, like you get to choose how much or how little or how and the capacity of which you can receive and what you want to receive and like and not being afraid to actually um to to choose for yourself rather than thinking oh my god if I open myself up to all of this and allow it all in like it's going to be too overwhelming I don't know how to handle it like all of the things um and and understanding that when when you actually have that choice like in anything really like that it just empowers you to do so much more I think for yourself for your purpose like to provide meaning of what you do like you know like you've went into this brought it to the forefront of your business because you know it can help so many people and help you in the way that you guide clients as well like yeah like from me in my perspective like it seems like people will get results a lot quicker and a lot smoother rather than like you say the trial and error that normally has to come with like entrepreneurship and and all of the things that you have to do and knowing that you can have that clarity like from just yeah and I've I mean I've had I've had readings from you and like you know I've been part of your your groups and things and like everything that you say is spot on 
and it really does open my mind to like all the things that were already there that I was already thinking and it just reaffirms that actually okay is what I needed to hear today um and I think that's actually just really nice and comforting like rather than fearful like you don't have to fear it you can be comforted by the fact that actually I've needed this validation and I've just been given it and now I feel much more clear on what I need to do next but um what would you say like what advice would you give to anybody who maybe is resonated with like what you've spoke about in your journey or like is feeling like they want to get into more of their spiritual side they want to start accepting it a little bit more maybe experimenting with um that side of them um what would you say like what's the first kind of things that you would kind of suggest to people to develop that um I would say anyone that's experiencing something that is that's feeling like we were talking about earlier, like the scary thing, like that yeah. is what I refer to now as the cosmic slap. And that only happens when you're constantly closing something off. And it's like spirit gets to a certain point where it's like, you will listen. And mm-hmm. and if it means I've got to go to these lengths, then that's what we'll do. And that, and, and the more people that I speak to, the, the more this happens. So I feel like it's almost like, that doesn't have to be everyone's journey. I mean, luckily for me, I came back from that. But there's a lot of people that don't come back from that because it it's either too much or it kind of just shows them what they don't want or whatever it might be. So I feel like if you've had a cosmic slap, what I call cosmic slap, just know that the the you get to set the boundaries. And if you're you haven't and you're fortunate enough to be listening to this, and it's like okay. I'm resonating with some of what Stacey and Vicky has been talking about. Haven't yet had my cosmic slap. Definitely don't want it. I think it's just like having an understanding that somebody's five steps to unlocking whatever it might be is not going to be the thing that you really need. It's about, number one, having that self-trust. And number two, like setting your own rules and boundaries, regardless of what they look like. And just... It's like taking every step because my journey was really rapid and I had a spiritual mentor at the time and she, she's been doing it for like, I don't know, 15, 20 years. She said to me, she's never worked with anyone who has moved and has gone through that process so quickly. So it's like, if I sat here and I reached, I know we talked about this earlier, like I sat there and I, when I was working with her, I created my exact steps and I was going to teach it. And then I realized that I just felt really disconnected from that. And it's because that isn't going to work for everyone. So just being kind to ourselves as well and being and not kind of taking anyone else's story or journey and using it as, right, this is kind of like my plan. This is, I've now got like a blueprint. I've got, I've got a cheat sheet to what works for somebody else because that isn't the thing. And I think when you actually just accept that, I have no idea what this is going to look like, but I'm open to be clear on what you're open to I'm not open to be clear on what you're not open to and just be like right I'm ready to go and every day just putting one foot it sounds like really cheesy but it's like one foot in front of the other like every day just making one step closer to where it is that you need to be and and listening as well listening to our bodies like what does that look like for you because I, and I, I think we've spoken about this before. Like I remember give being given, like even in the law of attraction, they were like, right, miracle morning, 
wake up at six o'clock. I used to jump on a Zoom call and I did this for over a year every day at six o'clock just for um, accountability. So everyone was on there. It was all silent. And you would do your five minute meditation, your five minutes of reading, your five minutes of journaling. And it was 40 minutes you was on this thing. And it was just this process of all these 10 minutes of this. I was absolutely miserable yeah. because it was somebody else's guidance. It wasn't someone tapping in for me. It wasn't my guidance. It wasn't what I was here. It wasn't my purpose. I was I was doing all the things that were, that worked for somebody else. And I hated it. I absolutely yeah. hated every minute of it. Um, and it, it it didn't get me any closer to where I wanted to be until I started to realise that I get to make the decision. Feeling into my body. Like, as well, people have this perception of, oh, because you're psychic, you have, you, you have this, you sage every day, um, you meditate every day, you read every day, you, your affirmations every day, you must do yoga, you have got the crystals, you've got the cards, like, I have the crystals, I have the cards, but that's because they look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I do not meditate every day. I would be lying. I, I do not visualize every day. I def I don't remember the last time I journaled. It's probably on the last full moon, maybe. And it was probably about four or five lines. I just set an intention or something I was releasing, whatever it might have been. Um, I feel into that. I, I just, I trust my body. My body will tell me what I need when I need it. It doesn't have to be this like real like military process that we're like right yeah wake up do you know I mean? get, get up yeah. get dressed get up moving whatever like fuck that because otherwise it's like we're just going against everything that this is really about yeah I love how genuine and authentic that is like honestly like I know we've spoke about this so many times but I think a lot of the you know a lot of the gurus or self-development like when you first start in self-development there's like the 5am club and there's like get up and do this and you've got to do your sun salutations and you've got to drink the celery juice and you've got to do this and you've got to do that I remember like being so much under pressure with two kids to try and do that every morning yeah. all I was doing was putting myself under even through more resistance because I hated it I hated doing it don't get me wrong meditation has been like a huge thing for me but again that was to do more with my anxiety my mental health and also understanding the benefits of being present because yeah. obviously when I'm when I'm overthinking like that's a huge thing being present being grounded being centered but again I don't meditate every single day I hope to I try to because I know how beneficial it is but sometimes it just doesn't come into play because I don't feel like I need it and again yeah. like when you learn that and you have that self-trust and you work through the process and of like understanding what you need and again I'm not slating like you know these things work for people people need structure yeah. and they want to build you know good habits and all of the things because I've had clients who've massively benefited from a very structured routine Mm -hmm. and and I love routine but also I hate feeling controlled like I hate having that idea of like having to do a certain thing every single day for it to work because I just feel resentful over that so you know there's like journaling I will journal when I want to sometimes I voice note what I'm thinking like rather than writing it some like there's so many different ways of doing it and I think it's just opening yourself up to like it doesn't have to look a certain way yeah. in any sort of self-development not just like the spirituality side of things but again with yourself like 
connection like for me I believe that having that self-connection like feeling into your body what you need how you're feeling how you're truly feeling like not just what you think you're feeling or what you want other people to think that you're feeling but how you're actually feeling and what you need in that moment um and the more you ground yourself and center yourself like that so that you can connect with yourself like you don't need the you know the very structured military operation to to be successful or to accept spirituality in your life um Mm. and I just love that you've really touched on that because I'm so passionate about it because when I first started working with clients it was very it was very much the same like oh well you do this and do this and do this and do this and now I'm just like right what do you need what do you feel how is your lifestyle like how can you fit this into your lifestyle like do you actually enjoy it like because that is like key as well if you're not enjoying something like you shouldn't be doing it like life's for enjoying um so yeah I love that you've picked up on that like I could probably talk a whole of our podcast (laughs) you know the miracle morning routine is amazing for a lot of people but it doesn't need to be exactly like that for every single person we're all so unique um yeah. yeah I love that you've said that um I've went off on a right tangent now and I can tell how passionate I am talking about that. <laughs> I think the key thing, if anyone, if there was one thing that you, I mean, I don't believe in cookie cutter strategies, regardless, whether that's psychic development, business development, whatever. But it, there is, I feel like there's just this one thing that's like an exception to the rule and that is intention. So it's yeah. just like, you can have, you don't have to meditate the way that you think is meditation having that cup of tea and just silencing your brain for for three minutes yeah or during whilst you're driving I do a lot I think we've spoke about this before like yeah. I get the downloads when when I silence my brain and you know when it's really bad but you know when you get somewhere and you're like how the hell did I even get here yeah like, like autopilot mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like it's being intentional to give just to give yourself time that's it. And I think that that's one thing that I took from my experience that I will always implement with every client that I work with is regardless of what it is you're doing, be intentional. So when you are intentionally like, I want to connect to spirit, be intentional about that. Don't connect to spirit whilst you are also t- having a conversation. Like, do you know what I mean? Like be going to be interrupted from the kids or do you know I me mean? take that time and just allow yourself to sit down yeah. when you want to if the kids are driving you insane or you've had a hard day at work or whatever it might be just be intentional with that cup of tea and just allow yourself to kind of be grounded just it's just just for me it was just like really bring intention to what you do and it's it's about as well like the development psychically spiritually whatever you want to call it isn't going to come if you don't give yourself that time if you busy yourself with everything other than connecting to the ground to yourself to spirit you're not going to be any further forward that's the that's the harsh reality of it you can't set the intention but not take the action it's like you have to give yourself that space but other than that everything is bespoke well we're evolving all of the time like all of the time we all have so many different you know personality traits and lifestyles and everything it would be it would be daft to think that everyone's journey is going to look the same anyway so therefore it would be bespoke Mm -hmm. um and I know we've spoke about before like what you do is very bespoke but the intention side of it like 
I was again nodding along because I like agree so much with that like again it doesn't have to look a certain way like for me like sometimes just five minutes to go and decompress on my own listen to some music not a certain type of music it doesn't have to be meditation music like just to switch gears and switch off from the noise of everything else and also like for me I think getting outside grounding myself in nature like is a huge one for me and again that that doesn't mean that everyone should go and do that because it might not be your thing but for me like grounding yourself barefooted in nature like really really helps again I'm really lucky to be near the sea so you know I love going down there sometimes I just I just go down there and I take my journal and sometimes I don't write a single thing but the actual intention to go there is just to clear my mind ground myself center myself and it can be in the weirdest of places like you know having a five minute shower or like going just sitting like you say with a cup of tea cup coffee and it is that intention behind it of why you're actually doing that for and if you're just trying to ground yourself center yourself gain clarity whatever it might be like that's your intention to have but I definitely 100% agree with you like the intention is so important but obviously there has to be some form of action there otherwise you just yeah you just you are going to be in exactly the same position unfortunately like the whole point in development is growth and growth is change and evolve like evolving so um so yeah I love that you've touched on that as well I've so I've just loved this conversation honestly I know I've absolutely loved it and I think there'll be so many people listening who can resonate with with honestly just so much of it I really do um I know there's people in my personal life who I've had these conversations with and 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 it just makes you feel not as alone I think like when you are going through certain things like you're not going crazy you know these things that are happening to you do happen to a lot of people and it's completely up to you and again your choice how much of that or how little and yeah how much or how little of that you want to kind of take on um so thank you so much for sharing everything today we could probably talk forever on this subject but but where can people find you like how can they connect further with you or find out about your psychic development your programs and all that you do so my go-to at the moment is instagram so that is at stacy beecham coaching um also on there there's a link in my bio that can take you through to my free facebook group so the free, free facebook group is like really targeted towards that psychic development it's called the psychic development academy it's like a free it's less like a free facebook group and more like a free membership so every day i'm dropping things in there and it's i always say to people like take what you need and leave the rest like if yeah. you feel like you needed the message or the prompt or the what activity or whatever I'm dropping in there today, apply it to your life and do it. If you don't, then leave it. Um, every day is a different theme. I go live in there. I love, I love being put on the spot when it comes to like my psychic development or my psychic gifts. So I have every Tuesday we go live in there and it's like your psychic Q&A. You can ask me anything to do with your psychic development or anything to do with your business and I will tap in for you um and give you everything that comes through i don't hold back it's not like oh i've given that person too much she needs to pay for the rest it's not about that it's just about i've got given this information you are you absolutely need to hear it um i am on tiktok which is stacy beach from psychic um but that's still a work in progress but 
mainly over in Instagram. Come and say hi. I absolutely love to connect and chat. But that's where the most of the business stuff goes on. Yeah, that's amazing. I'll pop everything in the show notes as well when we get this up. Um, yeah. But I'm going to vouch for the Psycho Development Academy because um, Stacey's oh. lives, the Q&As are amazing. Like literally you can put her on the spot and ask her anything and she will come through with exactly what you need to hear. So, um, so yeah, I would definitely... Head on over um, and follow Stacey, but also go and click and join our Facebook group as well because I'm definitely vouching for that one. And I just want to say thank you again for sharing your journey and your story and and about all of your gifts because I think that you're amazing. You already know that already, but I know there's so many people out there who who will also think that and get so much from listening to this as well. So thank you again. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's literally it's been I love I've loved all of it I was so nervous when we first jumped on but I've loved it oh that's cool I've loved it I've loved it oh thank you again if you're enjoying this podcast please remember to review rate and subscribe so that you can be notified every time that we release a new episode if you'd like to follow us along on Instagram, you can find us at I am Vicky Thompson and at It's Hetty. You can also find our brand new Instagram page at hot.mess.success.podcast. Thank you so much for listening again and we will catch you on the next episode.